ready. Man, am I loud. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, Jeremiah, joined as always by Jared. Hi. How's it going, Jared? Good. Wow, you're loud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really close. Well, that's good. That's exactly how it should be. I Now that we've started couch casting, as you like to say, I never have to tell you to move your face closer to the mic. I just made that up, couch casting, couch, couch, couch cast. Ca- I don't know how you possibly could have come up with it. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> uh, the cocktail of the week this week is a cocktail that came to me in a dream, apparently. <laughs> I swear that I was like <laughs> clicking around on the internet a couple days ago and found a recipe for this. And yet I looked through my history you know, I Googled it. I literally like searched for the ingredients on Google and there were zero hits. And I, and yeah. I don't know why. I remember you telling me you'd found this recipe. I guess you dreamt it. I, I must have dreamt it. So uh, it is a cranberry ginger French 75. So a normal French 75 is gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, and then you top it with champagne. So it's a very classic cocktail. And so this one basically just instead of the regular simple syrup which is just sugar and water you took cranberries and sliced ginger and put them in with the simple syrup when you were making it and then that was your drink i mean i remember this very clearly i must have seen a web page because there was like a lady and she was like making a picture of these and and she was like all a little awkward with the camera like, you could tell she didn't think she was awkward, but she was kind of awkward, like, pouring the stuff in. And I don't know, maybe it was a very elaborate dream. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it's made with uh, Empress Gin, which is like the blue gin, and it turns purple when you put lemon juice in it. Anyway, I made it. And it's it's good. I mean, a French 75 is good. The cranberry and the ginger were extremely subtle. The color was beautiful. The gin tastes good. Yeah, it was a good drink. So anyway, that's the cocktail of the week. Um, I mean, you could just make yourself a regular French 75. You'll be fine. You don't need to do the whole boiling thing. All right, dear dad, we got a lot of dog updates to talk about this week. There has been activity. There has been so much. Um, All right. Do you want to start with Chief Brody or the banana bread? Chief Brody. So Chief Brody had his ear fixed last week which we talked about on the podcast and then on friday night he managed to completely get his bandage off his head which he's supposed to wear for like two weeks he's really good at rubbing his head on the floor or on any surface that he's on and moving the bandage around yeah i guess that that wasn't friday so saturday you took him in for a check and he was fine right and they rewrapped his head and then We like his good ear had there's like a little hole for it to stick out of. And we had like trimmed a little bit to give him more space, which I think loosened the bandage and he managed to get it off on Sunday. And so Monday, I'm like, could I please bring him in? I've been trying to rewrap this damn thing all weekend and he keeps getting it off. So they rewrapped him on Monday and I was like, not not doing anything to loosen that. And still by like Monday afternoon, he had pushed it down again and so he kept pushing it down and like his ear is supposed to be laying flat on the inside, but he'd like move it around as he tried to rub it. And so I'd have to like reach in there and like put his ear flat and pull it back up. We had him in the cone. We had him in the donut. We had him in the cone and the donut at the same time with his head wrapped. I have never seen a more miserable dog in my life. That poor guy's face was all squishy and like ha- his eye was half 
squished closed. And like all he wanted to do was rub his face and push that thing off. And we're like trying to protect his ear. So it's been very stressful. I felt so bad for him. So last night, you know, I like I kind of reach in to the bandage and I hold his ear flat on his head and then pull the bandage back up to cover it. And it was fine. And then this morning, you got up a little before me and you took everybody out Mm -hmm. and you came back in like from the first going out at the beginning of the morning. And you're like, could you please fix his bandaid? Because, of course, he gets down on the grass and he's like, this is extremely effective at pushing the thing off my head. (laughs) Look at this (laughs) friction. Yeah. So he comes and I'm like, sure, I'll fix it. And the thing is pushed all the way down on his neck. And I go to like hold his ear in place and his entire ear is now like a hot spot like it's raw and it's like sticky it just it's all inflamed and gross and i'm like well this is not okay like normally you have a hot spot you need that thing to breathe and it's not doing it in the wrapping but he can't be flapping it around it needs to be protected so our vet like squeezed us in this afternoon and uh was like all right well let's cut this bandage off so he took it off and She's like, all right, well, you know, we got to keep it open. So he needs a cap, a thing to keep his ear from flapping around when he shakes his head. And Gia Dad had ordered the vet recommended one, which was supposed to be made delivered in the mail today, but it is up in the mainland somewhere still. But Gia Dad, in all of his wisdom, had ordered a little <laughs> cap from Amazon ahead of time, which the vet actually said was okay, except it's like knit like a sweater. So it's, she's like, it'll be kind of warm. Right. But it has panda ears on it. It does. And so we got Brody home from the vet and the the kind of special medical cap has not arrived. But we have the panda ear one, which he is wearing. He is so much happier now. He seems somewhat proud to have these little ears. I think they're, they could also be polar bear ears, as someone has pointed out. It's, I mean, it's possible. The, the inside of polar bears are not black, right? They were labeled as panda, but it yeah. could be. Yeah. Anyway, right. uh, it's he's so much happier. He was just the picture of misery yesterday. I'm sure it was itchy. I'm sure he's like having some traumatic flashbacks to his life before joining the Golden Ratio where he was itchy and uncomfortable and exiled and in the cone all the time. And that's how he's been for the last week. Uh, and it, I'm sure it hurt. So now he just is like, I mean, he wants some more dinner again, which is why he's panting. But he's great. Uh, he seems so much happier yeah, before, since we got that thing off. He was so miserable that he forgot to beg for dinner. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Yeah, it was it was too long in the neck, so he couldn't breathe real well. If you yeah. adjusted it that way, and if you pulled it the other way, he couldn't see because <laughs> it went over his eyes. Oh, it was a, it guy. was just a a real a real struggle. So he has had a terrible week. We have had a terrible week because, of course, we are in an awful state when he's suffering and there's nothing we could do. Like our job is to protect his ear so we don't undo this surgery and he doesn't, you know, end up in pain, but you know, the poor guy. So whatever his ploy was, I'm going to make Jenna pull this thing back up and reposition my ear 10 times a day until I've caused inflammation and and (laughs) verging on a new infection. So they have to take this damn thing off my head. He won. So now he's got the panda ears and they'll probably have him until Sunday until the, the new thing shows up. Diabolical Brody. Diabolical. 
absolutely not winning low maintenance dog of the week. No. High maintenance dog of the week, which is a thing we don't award or reward. But if we did, you would get it, Brody. You often get it because you're begging and your early dinner insistence. But this is <sighs> next it level. It's been a tough Brody week next for level. sure. Not that it's your, all your fault or your idea, but it was high maintenance. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the banana bread. <laughs> so I tweeted about the banana bread on my running account, but it kind of leaked over into the Golden Ratio account. So uh, Blue Heaven, our favorite place in the Keys that was dealing with construction issues like we often deal with. They were supposed to be closed for like six weeks from September till the middle of October, and they just reopened on Monday. <laughs> it's the, I think we talked about it last week. The poor, the poor place. I mean, they've been closed for like three months trying to get their kitchen renovated, which they'd been planning for like three years. So they finally reopened. We literally were the first people to sit down. Like we showed up, they opened at five o'clock. We showed up at five o'clock and there's like a wait list and all these people and they saw us and they're like, hey, come on in. It's five o'clock. We and were the first people <laughs> seated. The first people seated. Uh so anyway, one of the things that they have there is really good banana bread. Actually, it's the banana bread that if you've been with us for a while, one boyfriend over, like he ate some of the banana bread that I brought back from there. Um, so I was like, I'm going to get a loaf of that banana bread. That stuff's delicious. And they had the loaves that even, the, you know, they serve it at breakfast, but I guess they use it for dessert too. So they had some, I bought one. We got home from dinner. I'm like, I cannot wait. I need to have some of that banana bread. So I cut myself a little slab of banana bread out of the loaf. And so like the end of the loaf, I just cut off because I never eat. I never make it all the way through a loaf. By the time it gets stale, I just don't eat that much of it. So I cut the end off because that's not the best part. Had my little slab. And then the rest of the loaf is sitting on the counter. Uh, So I had taken some butter out. So the butter's on the counter, the saran wrap that the loaf came in, and then the loaf, which was like half in the saran wrap still. And then Dad always cleans up the kitchen. It is a real benefit of life in the household. <laughs> like I go in there and I just take shit out and I leave it around <laughs> and then it's all gone the next day because he can go cleans it up. Well, I get to eat and, and I'll happily clean up for that. So the next morning I get up and I was like, I'm so hungry. You know what I'm going to have? I'm going to have some of that banana bread. And I go into the fridge there's no banana bread. I, I look on every shelf in every drawer. There's no banana bread. And I was like, well, maybe it's like on top of the fridge. Like it doesn't have to go in the fridge. It's not there. I look in the cabinets. <laughs> I look in the microwave. Did we hide it in there? It's nowhere. And I'm like, Ingo, I can't find the banana bread anywhere. I looked in the trash. There's no banana bread. Ingo goes and looks through everything. Cannot find the banana bread. So we're like, well, a dog must have eaten it like yeah. it is no our kitchen is not that big it is nowhere i mean i was thinking you put it away you were thinking i put it yeah. away. turns out nobody had put it away no and we it wasn't that long between when i had the banana bread and when we went to bed right it was like a couple hours that that thing was out and, there and i checked the counter because i put the butter away yeah the butter had been moved and so i'm like well he must have put the banana bread away because if a dog took the banana bread wouldn't they also take the stick of butter jared had moved the butter like you know into like a dog non-reachable spot so the butter had not been eaten but the banana bread was already gone when was I, gone when i looked so i'm like okay well Somebody clearly ate the banana bread and they ate the plastic wrap, the saran wrap that was around the banana bread. This is how we're going to figure out who ate it because eventually that saran wrap is going to come out 
And so by the forensic analysis, we have determined that Remy ate the banana bread. <laughs> it was fun to suspect Guac, though. He, he really, he, he felt a little guilty just in general. And this is corroborated by Remy's continuous blood glucose monitor, where his blood glucose was about 100 points higher than normal uh, that night. Yes, <laughs> so into the next day. Yeah, that's right. Did certainly suggest that he had eaten it, but you know his his blood sugar is not totally stable. So, <laughs> uh, so for those of you who have been wondering, Remy is the banana bread culprit. And speaking of Remy, ugh. <laughs> she looked at me like I did it. I didn't. He didn't tell him to do anything. No, no, no. You're fine. <laughs> so Remy has been wearing his continuous blood glucose monitor, and he manages to dislodge it all the time. Is that what happened? I don't even remember what happened with like the fourth one. So anyway, it doesn't even matter. This week we went and we got a fifth one. We put him on, you know, I stick it on him. Oh, that's right. One had fallen off and then you put one on when I was gone and it didn't, didn't work. Didn't you start. Didn't, didn't well, get I it on put right. it on wrong, yeah. Uh, so then, you know, it took a couple of days. We get more refills called in. The pharmacy probably thinks we're crazy because we keep getting these things that are supposed to last two weeks. We're addicted to, the, to monitoring, <laughs> to glucose monitors. <laughs> so I go get one. I put it on. Like, we use super glue to hold it on him, uh, wrap him up all good, and he's good for, like, a day and a half. And then he ro also rolls around, and you just have to – it's got, like – it's not even really a needle. There's, like, a, a thing that does poke into your skin, but it's kind of flexible, Um but it needs to be in there correctly, and and if you can, if you move that monitor just a little bit, it can bend that needle thing, and then it stops transmitting, which happened. So he had it on for like one full day, and then a few hours on either side. So I'm just like, we're done. Like we have enough data between the five monitors that we've put on him. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that the vet can analyze it. Uh, so Remy. Absolutely. Also, not low maintenance dog of the week. <laughs> no, he's been really. He's been fighting our data collection efforts. Oh my god. Uh, let's see. Voods went to the vet. So, Doctor Faith, who is the vet who did the surgery on Parmesan and took his big giant tumor out, and yes, and also removed the sleeve from Vood. Yes, and actually did the Brillo pad surgery on guac. Oh, is that right? Yep. Oh, wow. She's yeah. seen the inside of lots of our dogs. <laughs> she has. So she was up at our, our the main vet that we go to for a long time and then started an emergency clinic, and, uh, and they had to close, and we have been without an emergency clinic, but we have now found her at another vet's office. We just... Someone else told us, oh, there's a Dr. Faith. In this. Yeah, well, I had told her all about Dr. Faith, and she's like, I found your Dr. Faith. Uh, and they're also apparently going to op reopen an emergency clinic there soon, too, which is That's pretty great. A great thing. That is, that is much better than relying on having to drive to Miami from here. Yeah. So, and they're like 20 minutes from our house instead of like close to an hour from our house like a regular vet. So it's all good. We have found her again. So yeah, once our friend from down the street was like, hey, you know, found your Dr. Faith at this clinic. I was like, great. Like we need to be established at both places, right? Because if we have a dog who needs to be seen and like one clinic's full, it's good to have a second and we love her. And that's where the emergencies are going to be. And so it'll be good to have our dogs on record. Great, great, great. So I'm like, hey, I hear Dr. Faith works there now. Can we come see her? And they're like, how about this afternoon? And I was like, yes, we are there. <laughs> so uh, Voods, you know, had his uh, TPLO surgery to fix his cruciate ligament in July. And he still isn't really putting weight on his leg. Um, 
and it's just been hard to tell because like you have to do rehab and it takes about 12 weeks if you guys were doing um the operation pinto bean with me on the run my running account that's a 12 week project because that's about how long it takes to get better so that's like all of july all of august all of september and that's like well he kind of didn't do his rehab super well because there were kind of other problems so like we'll give him into october he still wasn't getting better so it's been hard to tell like is there another problem going on? Did the surgery just not help him? Like what the heck is going on? So finally I was like, look, we need to bring him in because like he stands up and he'll, he kind of gallops, but he uses both of his back legs together. His, both of the back legs kind of give out on him. Sometimes we don't know how much is like the epilepsy medicine versus the other stuff. He had swelling. (laughs) Yeah. His knees were still kind of swollen. Um, And that again, it's like you, I mean, I can even feel that and I'm not trained in this, but like, is that scar tissue from other stuff? Is it actually swollen? Like, I don't know. So we brought him up to Dr. Faith and, uh, she did some x-rays and I don't know, there's stuff that looks a little bit weird on that. She's talking to the surgeon, which is great. Um, she also is talking to our neurologist, which is great. And uh, we've actually reduced one of Vood's medicines and we're trying to get him off of it. It's only been a couple of days. I think he is more alert. I, I think so, too. I mean, just based on when I drive him around, his head pops up sometimes as opposed to sacking out the whole time. Yeah. He seems like more engaged and more alert, a little happier. Mm-hmm. And this is a medicine that the neurologist had said, you know, he's on the dose that he's on is lower than the starting dose that we would give a dog his size. I don't really know why he's on it. But this was like right after he'd had the cluster seizure. So obviously you don't want to be taking medicines off then. And she was like, well, let's wait until he goes two months without a seizure. And we got like a month and three and a half weeks. (laughs) He had a seizure. And so, you know, we waited, but Dr. Faith is like, well, I'll call and talk about it. So they're like, okay, let's, let's try to reduce it. So we're doing that. That's great. Uh, She's talking to the surgeon. That's great. But she did an x-ray to see what was going on with his leg. And she's like, come look at these (laughs) (laughs) x-rays. So we like go back and look at the x-rays. She's like, there's a foreign object in his colon. And I was like, oh God, (laughs) like what is it this time? Because he eats a foreign object like every day, (laughs) basically. This is like middle name. (laughs) (laughs) Voodoo, foreign object, Goldbeck Burkhart. So yeah, so there's, there's a foreign object in, in his colons. I'm like, do we have to do anything about that? She's like, no, once it gets there, it's going to come out. So I posted it today. Guess what the foreign object is? I posted the x-rays and the answer is three rocks. Three rocks from the driveway. I mean, could be worse. Could be five rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did guess five rocks. Yes, yes. Uh, a bunch of people guessed AirPods, which is pretty funny. Oh, that I'd is be pretty funny. I'd be pissed if he ate my AirPods. That's definitely possible though. Yeah. I mean, and this doesn't include... The stuff that doesn't show up on x-rays, right? He's he's consistently sort of eating cloth things that he can find. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> or bits of toys and stuff. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process still with him. Yeah, it is. So anyway, yeah. Oh, I was going to talk about the acupuncture experience. Oh, yeah. Now, I've, I didn't even put acupuncture on. The, oh, no, there it is. <laughs> I have voodoo acupuncture and then the thing you're going to talk about. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> so she, I'll just, I'll yeah. transition us here. One of the things that she recommended both for the epilepsy and for the leg was acupuncture and she does it. So Giardad took him to his first appointment. Was it Monday? 
yeah. Saturday. No, we. Uh, I think we saw. Was it this Saturday? I think it was Monday. We saw her on Saturday. Oh yeah, maybe. it was Monday morning. Yep, 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 yep. We did see her on Saturday. Yeah. So Monday he goes for his first acupuncture. Dear Dad took him. Yeah, and the, and Doctor Faith is trained in acupuncture, so she's putting these sort of needles in him. They're all sterile, wrapped individually in little plastic pockets and she's putting them in she's moving the pockets around and she like whole is holding the pockets and like doing something else with her other hand and vood starts going (laughs) (laughs) and almost ate the two unused needles i'm gonna eat them (laughs) and both she and the tech were like wait a minute he just almost ate those (laughs) and i said yeah he's he's sneaky he's not fast but he's sneaky it's mood that's what he does but he did it very slowly just that (laughs) so they had plenty of time to actually react (laughs) but um if they hadn't been paying attention he'd have probably like had those needles in his mouth i also think the acupuncture helped him one the acupuncture absolutely had an effect on gr dad who thought voodoo was doing a lot better we, the doctor and I were joking about that, that I, that I, the placebo effect only affects humans, so it affects me, not, yeah. not Voods. <laughs> Voods will feel what he feels, yeah. Voods got home, and Jared has like, oh, I think he's moving around better, and I was like, that looks exactly like he was like six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know that he's moving any better, but he definitely is more active, and who knows, and, and he seems alert and happier and more engaged for sure. So who knows if it's the acupuncture or the medicine or both, but whatever's going on is positive. Yep. And I had, you know, we were sort of talking last week that I was like, you can tell he's kind of, he, he's he got brain problems. Maybe it's entirely medical. And if we were able to take him off all the medicine and he didn't, he wouldn't have the seizures. I mean, if we took him off all that medicine now, he'd go a few hours and have a seizure. But if we were able to stop it, maybe he'd be like a normal-ish dog. You know, a normal weird normal dog, right? Four-year-old, yeah. But like engaged and playful and whatever. Maybe, right? Maybe he has, you know, damage from all of these, you know, very serious seizures that he has. But whatever it is, whether it's the medication or brain damage or both of it, he just doesn't engage in a way that a normal dog does. Right. Like he stares off for a while. Like you can tell he's really out of it and can't really connect. And I mean, some of it is definitely the medicine. I don't know if all of it is or not, but it's too bad because he's like clearly like a fun, playful dog on the inside. Yeah. And it's just really sad that like we can't connect with that. Yeah. You you get glimpses and you get short bursts of it. And then he goes back into sort of, you know, he he comes outside and he kind of just stands there kind of either thinking or not thinking for uh, like a minute yeah and then decides to go somewhere or something it's it's uh it is hard to tell playful food is really fun yeah and he's young i mean he should be a goofy a goofy dog he should be more like remy yeah so anyway that's food uh also not low maintenance dog of the week (laughs) not that he i i mean that's gonna be a a hell of a week if foods ever wins just with all of his miscreanting <laughs> he's mischief i mean he's the the author of not Voods foods he, he, he we had to invent that for him <laughs> um hops has generally been low maintenance until today and and we don't really know what happened she was fine all day and then uh i guess when i was picking up what was i doing i guess i had 
picking up the meds? No. Uh, no, I was with oh, CB at the vet. Bringing Brody in to get his his head unwrapped. So Dear Dad was here with everybody else, and they all Wait. went swimming, and it was like it sounds like pretty mild swimming, like not ooh big workout. No, I was. I think Hops swam out twice to get the ball because Guac got confused because there were two balls and yeah didn't didn't follow up. So, but otherwise Hops was kind of just hanging out, you know watching the activity it's not like she went you know swimming or running anything violent yeah and so i got home and uh we'd gotten a package in the mail today from we write dogs um with the sample of their new snacks with uh i should totally remember the name of the company just food is it just food for dogs food for dogs um the dog food company now i gotta look at it i think it's called food for dogs just food for dogs as the name of the company. So Just Food for Dogs, which is like the dog food that We Write Dogs has been partnered with for a while. So they have a new Just Food for Dogs slash We Write Dogs collab snack, which is <laughs> dried sweet potatoes yeah, uh, or dehydrated sweet potatoes. So they sent us like a little gift box and it's got like a sample of the snack and there's like a portable dog bowl in there. There's a tennis ball. There's a We Rate Dogs calendar, daily tear-off calendar. Uh, so it was super nice. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to, like, give the dogs these special snacks that just came. So I'm, like, giving them out. And I'm like, Hops, come get a snack. And she wouldn't get up. Which, which is unusual, yeah. I, I mean. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. And then she finally did get up. And you could tell that just everything hurt. And I was like, all right, well, you know, did your dad, did you, like, work her out like crazy? No, it sounds normal. And then I went up to her and she was like shaking and everything was tight and she was kind of shaking. So I call Dr. Faith at like 445 on <laughs> Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> they close at five o'clock. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. But like, you know, she's shaking. She's clearly in pain. And uh, they're like, you know, let me get Dr. Faith. So she comes on. So Dr. Faith is practicing as like a regular vet, but she's in she's a special specializes in emergency medicine. So she knows all of this stuff that dogs come in with. It's so great. So she's like, yeah, it sounds like she just pulled a muscle. She's like, what do you have? Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And I was like, I got this and I got this and I got this. She's like, okay, give her this much of this and this much of this. She'll <laughs> be fine. She's like, you, have, you can text me if, you, <laughs> if, you, if she has a bigger problem. But it doesn't sound like anything serious. I was like, great. So anyway, and now Hop seems fine. Like we gave her some carprofen, which is kind of like Advil and, uh, and some gabapentin and She's back to normal. So yeah. she probably just pulled a muscle. And then felt sorry for herself. She, I mean, one thing that we've both noticed, like when we got her back after the amputation, so she had the right leg amputated and that's the side that she likes to lay on with the right side down. And so it's a really hard for her to get up because normally you would push on the right leg and elbow to get yourself back up into a sitting position if you're laying down. And... She doesn't have a right arm, <laughs> leg, and elbow anymore. So she would get stuck like that, and she'd try to use her neck, and it was just a, you know, it was not good. And we'd flip her over when she'd get like that. And then, you know, after like five days, she's like, nope, I have developed like my obliques, and <laughs> now I can absolutely just with my abs and it's you can yeah. see like her core like yes the core has pulled her up so she's developed amazing core strength since her amputation would not recommend uh, as a strategy for anyone no, no else but she you know it is a benefit for her yeah but it's you know you can imagine 
you know, you had suggested like maybe she stumbled or something like she has to, her abs have to do a lot of work. Yeah. That it would be easy to pull one of those or something in her neck or hurt the other leg though. She wasn't really limping, but she did seem true. It's almost like she just cramped up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Lying, lying down. Uh, but she's fine, but also not low maintenance dog of the week. <laughs> if it requires a call to the emergency vet, you know, that's not low maintenance. You lose the trophy for that's, that. That's not low maintenance. <laughs> I wrote, oh here I'm just looking through my notes of all the stuff to talk about for the week and I wrote down voodoo Kleenex. So this morning <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch and I got a Kleenex and I blew my nose and Vink is like obsessed with Kleenex as soon as she the Kleenex box comes out. And so is Voods. I mean I've posted videos of Voods like with a box of Kleenex, just pulling one out, eating, <laughs> pull out another one, eating it. So they both like run up to me because I have a Kleenex on my face and so I just sat there for a minute li- looking at them like the Kleenex still on my face and Vood just reaches his head up and <laughs> grabbed the Kleenex out of my hand. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care. It's in your hand. Oh my God. Uh, that beeping means I have to check on something in the kitchen. So hang on. Is it on fire? No. Okay. And we're back. Thanks. Yep. Um, so anyway, so that's Vood. Um The other... The only other dog update I have for this week is that uh, we did weigh-ins this week and Vink is down to 61. So we really want her at like 59, but she was like 64. Mm -hmm. So she's doing good on her weight loss. Yeah, she does complain. I mean, she she is, there's a reason she's so excited around food, although she's always been excited around food, but she's more kind of gazing longingly at the counter and things. But, you know, we have not talked about Vink has begun to reject the green bean. Yeah, to totally reject the she green bean. She eats around the green beans all of a sudden. Yeah, she she will, like, leave some food in her bowl if it's under a green bean at this point. She's like, I'm so done with these damn things. She's been eating them for years. <laughs> no. Now she's like, nope. Nope. No. It no. was literally one morning. She was like, I'm not eating. She wouldn't eat. And we're like, what's going on? I'm like, I think it's the green beans. And I picked them out and she ate everything. Yeah. She's like. These are no longer cool. I, yeah. I, my, my friends don't think these are cool. And you try, I don't even give them anymore. You tried it this morning and she just left them. You dumped she them all out them. for yeah. Guac. And Guac comes over later and he's like, I got green <laughs> beans. I got everything. So Vink, no longer an eater of green beans. So I'm sure she's hungrier <laughs> because like the green beans, they got a lot of green beans. Well, so maybe I'll have to get like frozen broccoli or something. Which we have, we have the freeze dried. But, that, but that's not really filling. No. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I Maybe don't. like if you drink mm-hmm. water with it, it, it rehydrates it. Oh, we're not we're not going to rehydrate the broccoli. Not I me. Just... Vank in her tongue. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Internally, no, not externally. Uh, doing it. Put, eating a dehydrated thing is definitely not going to fill you up. It doesn't work that way. The Like fill yourself up more no. with things with wa- a lot of it's water. It's not like eating a sponge. Mm, I mean, if you ate a dry sponge, you'd still be hungry. And then I drink water. You'd have to drink the water. But you can't rely on the water in your body to rehydrate it because then you'll... No, you have to drink the water. We have to give Vink water after the dehydrated broccoli and then it'll rehydrate. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> it sounds like it could happen. Okay. So that's the dog updates for the anyway, week. Anyway, she still loves carrots. That hasn't abated at all. But they're, they're not as low-cal as the green beans. No, that's true. So we need to discuss... Who is the low maintenance dog of the week and who has the achievement of the week? 
Yes, which is not easy when you got these miscreants. And the achievement cannot be highest maintenance dog of the week. Right. That's not a good achievement. No. Although, no. I might make an argument for the achievement of eating a whole loaf of no, banana bread not an achi- no, as a diabetic no, and not dying. No, no. Not no. dying? No. Oh. There's no reward for miscreant behavior. For not dying? That, that's not an achievement. No. Fair enough. All right. Too bad. All right. So it sounds like our low maintenance candidates are Guac and Vink. Yeah. They're the only two dogs who were not disqualified. I mean, Guac hasn't run away this week. Well, let's let's start with achievement of the week oh because my. you can't win both trophies. Right. Fair enough. I, yeah. Achievement. So, Who's achieved anything? Like nobody has achieved a damn thing. So I guess Vink and... Vink is a candidate for her weight loss. That's a that's a, an, an objective thing. Yes, she's lost some weight. I guess Guac has not escaped. We we said that Guac is no longer on double secret probation. He's just on regular probation. Supervised release. So, <laughs> indeed. So that could also be considered an achievement. No, I think absence of miscreantism shouldn't be an achievement. That's baseline. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, so then Vink would would win Achievement of the Week for her weight loss, which is pretty good, actually. That's pretty good, yeah. And that means Guac, by default, is winner of Low Maintenance Dog of the Week because he's the only low maintenance dog left. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty fair. I mean, the thing that, that both of them have in common that makes them slightly higher maintenance is that they bark, bark kind of... I think a little bit too much. But Vink always starts it. Vink starts it. Guac is enthusiastically supportive. For sure. And Remy joins in because he, <laughs> he doesn't can't see what's going on and yeah. is just like, this is exciting. Yeah. So just a thing. I mean, you know, it is what it is. That's a that's a baseline for those two. Vink really has a baseline of higher maintenance than usual, but everybody else has been Ugh. problematic. Yeah. Guac is, I mean, not Guac has been low maintenance. Guac does yeah. a good job of trying to play with his brothers control his you know crazy yep and uh he's a he's a little nervous around remy still yeah they're still sorting it because out. remy plays more assertively than you know and he's kind of chaotic than voods yeah well that's true remy is chaotic yeah so okay so that means vink gets achievement of the week Guac gets low maintenance dog of the week. Yep. And on Twitter on Friday, we will post the poll for the People's Choice Award. So you may pick from the remaining dogs. Yes. Uh, for All who? The sad remainders. The <laughs> misfit dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the higher maintenance, less achieving dogs of the week. Yes. So uh, so that'll be Friday. And we just do it on Twitter because like you, can, you can't, you know, I'm not going to like add up poll numbers across platforms like that's too difficult. So, uh, I think, I think even if you don't have a Twitter account, you may be able to vote on a poll. If you just like go to twitter.com slash the golden ratio four. seems like you should be able to click on those buttons so. from anywhere. Yeah. Um, okay. In other golden ratio news for the week, our Twitter super follower status has button has like finally been turned on. So if you, uh, we, a bunch of people have been over on Patreon almost daily updates and now you can do it on twitter instead it costs exactly the same the content is the same just on twitter you get to see it on twitter and you actually get a little super follow like badge that shows up under your name which is pretty cool that does look pretty cool uh someone asked when is gr dad gonna super follow well i mean i I don't have to i'm already a patreon 
follower. <laughs> Wait, are you on the Patreon? No. no. <laughs> I, don't I mean, it wouldn't surprise so. me. Wouldn't surprise me if you're <laughs> both. You're paying ten bucks a month. That's why it's a good joke to read your own content. Oh my I god. Want, I'm gonna give ourselves money. This is great. I am. <laughs> I'm subsidizing ourselves. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> you kidding. you all got to see the first post from the GR Dad. Well, if you're on Twitter. Uh, the Jeer Dad Wholesome OnlyFans content has finally come to fruition. I shared it on the Patreon this week. And then when we got the super follow, I was like, hey, you guys, here's what you missed. Like, here's the kind of stuff we're going to be sharing. So I did share it on Twitter, um, which is Jeer Dad Explains the RV Cover. So you can also, if you're not a Twitter follower, you can just go look at Twitter, scroll down, and you'll be able to see it. But the much-waited-for Jeer Dad towel... <laughs> folding <laughs> tutorial it's five and a half minutes it has been made it's sitting on my computer waiting to be posted we're posting one a week it's, there's like an opening dynamic screen with bumper music <laughs> it's great uh jared is having a wonderful time making these well i'm also just so still weirded out by the whole concept that someone is gonna watch me fold towels. <laughs> so we actually have two laundry pieces recorded and produced uh we're I mean, gonna i'm in if anyone if everyone wants to i'm happy to show it but it's just bizarre that people want to <laughs> yeah we're gonna tomorrow i think we'll record one on the rocks and maybe one on the windows yeah there's a chance we'll the rocks might get moved next week who knows yeah we better get out there this weekend and do it no. so maybe uh so yeah, if you want Golden Ratio bonus content between Patreon or Twitter super followers, you can get it. Um, but like I said, it's it's nothing that we we're not changing anything we've done on the regular account. It's just like making bonus stuff in those extra places. So there's a lot of like behind the scenes, like the photos that uh, you know, like the background's not quite right, or it'd be a little too hard to edit it into something like of usual quality. It doesn't meet your standards. It does not live up to my standards. Yes. Um, but there's really cute pictures. Like we have a lot of really cute pictures we don't post because we can't make them like good enough photos to like live up to what we normally post on Instagram. But like if you're really into the dogs, like you'd like it. Um, so I post a lot of that stuff. Um, a lot of just random little videos. of You know, snippets of the day that it's like it would be duplicative of the snaps or it's it's a, like a little too inside or whatever. Um, so that stuff goes there. I'm also posting some text updates. So like today when I had CB at the vet, I posted on both platforms like, you know, poor Siebs, he's all unhappy. He's got this hot spot. We're going to the vet. So they got that kind of update. So you like, I always post on, you know, one of the platforms when there's big updates, but you get like a little more like, hey, we're doing this thing now, kind of live update. So almost every day there's been a post on Patreon and I mean, Super Flowers just started yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. It It's really nice to like have an excuse to like make or have a reason, I guess, a justification to spend more time making this other kind of content, right? Like some of like the, the background, you know, like, oh, here's some extra pictures. Here's all this stuff. Like, yeah, like that's pretty easy to do. Uh, but like, producing these other little videos like we love it and we have a great time but like it adds up to a number of hours a week in addition to the number of hours a week that we already spend on making content and so it's good to be like 
you know, like it's a job, right? Like we're, we're working to make good content and like, we love it and we have a great time. But if it's just like a side project is a little harder to justify, like, you know, putting in an extra six hours a week on it beyond what we're already doing. But if it's like, yeah. it's our little small business that we're running, like it, it makes it a little easier, especially, and, oh, go ahead. And it's not necessarily all about the dogs, right? I mean, the update about the RV cover is like, had Remy in it, but you know. There's definitely more GR mom and dad content. There's always dogs in those videos. Right. But there's more of us because I think the people who are super following want like the real insider view at like life in the household, which includes some us stuff. Yeah. Um, and I try to keep us, I mean, I never post pictures of us with the dogs and we're very rarely even in the snaps other than talking. Yeah. And you're the better looking one in the relationship. So, Hey, you know, if you don't want to post it, then I certainly don't want my face shown. I don't know that we would put that up for a poll, but I, We're I can polling on this. I know. Well, but I'm, I'm the scientist who objectively can state that I'm sort of weird shaped and you're the most attractive person I've seen in the planet. I, you, the fact that you think that's an objective opinion <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one of us is conventionally attractive and it's not me. I don't, I disagree. I mean, <laughs> I agree, but I think it's you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Ingo. I've looked at the women that you've dated in the past, and they're <gasps> all a little bit weird looking. <laughs> we can't start I don't looking at exes. You're, you and your glass house are chucking big rocks. <laughs> well, hmm. I'm sure your old exes have been not nothing, no mo male models. I mean, I've dated some pretty good looking people. Yeah. Not all of them, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and actually, I shouldn't say that about your exes. Like I've one, I can't really tell people's faces apart. And two, like <laughs> I met your ex-wife once, and she actually seemed like a perfectly attractive, nice-looking woman <laughs> from what I remember. Uh, and I, I honestly don't know that I've even seen pictures of the other women that you dated. So I just kind of made that up. <laughs> um, anyway. And I don't think I've seen all your exes, but I saw your high school boyfriend picture oh well you're gonna have not to, my finest moment to get to an average you're gonna have to find some good better looking <laughs> some good looking ones that was problematic <laughs> jeez now, but i don't want to cast any stones either i'm in a glass house you so. know now that now that i'm kind of like thinking through the roster you're probably right N there, I, there were a couple good looking ones in there that i remember better than the <laughs> others <laughs> funny how that works like my girlfriend in college was cute <laughs> <sighs> all right anyway uh why were we talking about that oh i guess one other like oh. golden ratio corner thing that i'll add is that uh i'll announce this on twitter this week but there's new merch in the red bubble store there's a yes hello t-shirt it says yes hello <laughs> <laughs> yes, Which hello, I'm Vink. It's interesting. The yes, hello, I am Vink and I'm your whatever, they're among our poorest performing posts. They get way fewer likes than any of our other posts, but I love them and some people seem to love them. Yep. So anyway, there's, there's a shirt now and it says, yes, hello. And then there's also <laughs> a golden ratio swim team, like, you know, athletic shirt, like property of golden ratio. Yeah, swim team. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a tank top too with that? You can get kind of whatever it's in Redbubble, oh, So yeah, it's yeah. on 5,000 different products. <laughs> uh, so those are actually up and live now. I just haven't announced them yet, but if 
you're yeah. interested, you know, if you have a golden ratio fan who has everything, now there's new things that they don't have yet. And and for those who watch the snaps, you'll you'll see that the swim team is getting back together. Yes, yes. After absences because of the weather, it was real windy and wavy, but also everyone had scars and monitors and, and wrappings. <laughs> wrappings. I did let. I, I mean, I have to confess, I let inadvertently Brody go swimming while he, he had snuck the, in on both the of headgear. Us. I know, but it, yeah. but like I was responsible for the dogs, and he had the headgear on and the funnel, and he just kind of dove right in. Went in there. The funnel acted like a well, like a funnel. Yeah, <laughs> he did the it. Water went towards his head <laughs> he did it for me earlier in the day and i caught him about three inches from the water line but i had to run in like in my shoes run into the water and grab him and oh he was so sad because i kind of grabbed him by the scrub of his neck and pulled because he was he was like going in and he had just had it rewrapped yeah. and he was he was really unhappy and and i think a little freaked out i mean i wasn't aggressive or harsh with him but I had to pull him out of the water and he didn't like it. And then, yeah, two hours later, GR dad took him out and he's like, he's distracted. I'm going in. Yeah. I saw him coming out like a mermaid oh. and, and I was like, oh man, you devil. Highest. He, he waited till I was distracted by like Remy or Voods or someone else that also needs attention. And then splash. All of the dogs have figured out that GR dad can be distractible. That's how Guac <laughs> escapes too. Well, he gets, I think he's like passive aggressive. He gets bored. He's like, nobody's here with me i'll go to the neighbors see what they <laughs> are gonna do for me well brody basically got put on probation i was like ingo he's he did this to me he did it to you no one is at fault but he cannot go out with any other dogs from now on because yeah. i was out there alone with him and he just started going towards the water yeah and i had to chase him down and grab him and like my shoes are still salty from having to go in bashooed to get him yeah no they're shot in whatever <laughs> I don't Bichon. know. That's, that's for horses. <laughs> Someone who is a good linguist, please tell me what the the B E word is of having shoes on. Bashaden? Bashood? Shoed. <laughs> no, no, I want with a B E at the beginning. Oh. I don't know. I Bi was bedraggled at the end. Bipedal. <laughs> uh all right. I think that's all of those updates. Okay. Uh I have like backup stuff to talk about, but we'll save that for the next episode. Um, okay. The taste of the keys this week is simply that hurricane season ends, uh, next Tuesday. It's the end of November. It's the end of November. So yeah, November 30th is the last day of hurricane season. There's a ceremonial burning of the hurricane flags in Key West and Mallory Square. It was kind of canceled last year yep. for COVID. They did burn them, but it was just like, you know, it was live streamed basically, um, so this year I think they're doing it again. So I actually will be up in Maryland, so I'll miss it. But, uh, so that's exciting. We've made it through hurricane season with like a surprisingly calm hurricane season. Yeah. Everyone was predicting, uh, I think a bad one and it ended up being quite mild. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there were a few storms that hit the U S and there were a lot of named storms, but not many, you know, actually interfering with anything. And I mean, compared to 2020, we had a lot of tropical storms come through in 2020 mm -hmm. and one category one hurricane when I was out running that one time, <laughs> uh, it was fine. Uh, <laughs> but this year I don't, I think we had one, I got to put my storm flag up once. Yeah. But I came, I came down from Maryland for, for one of them too. 
Yeah, but it kind of missed it, us. It did. Right? Yeah, it ended up not. I don't think it was. A, it certainly wasn't a hurricane when it hit here. No, it I don't think you even storm got. Or it was yeah, full storm. And, and yep. the the one I put my uh, put our flags up for, it it kind of turned. I think that's the one that hit New Orleans. Yeah, I think it I skirted think so under too. us yep. and yep. turned yep. up. Yep. Um, and so it was like windy for a couple of days, but we didn't, I don't think we even hit tropical storm force. Yeah. Winds it d- with it, it didn't, didn't seem, we, we had a few unnamed, not a system, but we had some real windy days Yeah, <laughs> that, that were worse than, than the tropical storms that hit. Yeah. So, uh, so that was a good one. Made it through. So, yeah, it was good. so now we're, we're in the clear pretty much and, you know, barring some weird like December storm, which does happen sometimes. We're pretty much in the clear from hurricanes until May. It's good that we're getting a seawall. Maybe. Knock on wood. Hopefully. Hopefully. Like, <laughs> it could maybe. be as soon as Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we will. Uh, okay. What's the uh, German word of the week? Um, eingefleischt. That means one bemeated. Yes. It's like in meted. <laughs> meted into. Uh, what does that mean? It's the equivalent of saying like someone's died in the wool. Like if it, you're a died in the wool Republican or you're a died in the wool, um, you know, Miami Dolphins fan, eingefleischter fan or an eingefleischter SPD man or eingefleischter something. It's like you're, you're, you live and die for something. Interesting. So the ironically, so much for my suggestion about Thanksgiving themed words. Yeah, well, that's okay. Right. A, this is a great word. Ironically, you can be eingefleischter Vegetarier or eingefleischter Veganer. Oh, I am an eingefleischter Vegetarier. Yeah, so yeah. it's your bemeated vegetarian. <laughs> that's funny. That's why it's interesting. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, the word for Thanksgiving. I think we've done this before, though. The word for Thanksgiving is we we the equivalent is Erntedankfest. It's a harvest festival. Yeah. We don't have Thanksgiving in Germany. Right. Or the rest <laughs> of the world. Canada, Canada has it a, mo- a month earlier, and it's not like the same over-marketed, over-hyped <laughs> event. It's, it's very interesting to me because obviously like we run in, in very liberal circles uh, where we think about like diversity and inclusion and reckoning with Colonialism. American history. Well, reckoning with American history, right? And so like there's a a kind of tension with like okay like the time to sort of stop and reflect on what you're thankful for and like maybe spend time with family and friends and like have a day of sort of feasting and celebration like that's a a thing that i think a lot of us i mean you know you obviously grew up with in a different tradition than me but like people have happy memories of that like that's a positive thing but like the you know certainly what i did in school where we literally dressed up in pilgrim hats or like feather indian headdresses and, and you were friends you and, were friends and we were friends and we shared this and and like like all the all of the terrible bullshit <laughs> around all of that like i think the circles that we run in are like thanksgiving is really complicated and we're certainly not celebrating that bullshit and and you know, I think we kind of find a way to be like, okay, like this is a day and we reflect on like this very bad stuff in American history and, and yet also, you know, are able to celebrate like the good things in our life. Like that's a tension that we can sort of deal with. And I forget that that doesn't exist in a lot of places. So like literally <laughs> like we're recording on the couch and we have, we've had the caps game on and it's actually like still playing on the TV in the background or now it's maybe on recap. And and like the announcer at the beginning made, you know, they do 
kind of like punny introductions and he made some comment about like pilgrims and i was like oh no like you're that's really like your thanksgiving thing and then like their mascot was fucking dressed up in a pilgrim outfit oh there you like go like the the hat with the buckle on it oh yeah that's right the buckle hat like, oh, why no. is there a buckle on the hat does anyone know it doesn't matter and go <laughs> it's so bad like this the, the whole okay being okay with thanksgiving is not being okay with like pilgrims were friends of the indians and not like oh they <laughs> they began the genocide of like all of the native americans like I, i'm just yeah it it reminds me like we we really are kind of live in this bubble of people who are very sensitive about these kinds of issues and that that's not like the the mainstream kind of thing so. Although TikTok, the pockets of TikTok that yeah, I'm in. You're that, in a, fil a real a, filtered bubble on TikTok. A real, uh, yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, well, there you go. There you go. We're, we'll still be thankful and you're going to cook a great vegetarian meal tomorrow. We're going to have cranberries and stuffing and apple pie and mashed potatoes and green beans. <laughs> we, I grew up with. We have extras now because Vink's not eating hers. I grew up with green bean casserole that was frozen greens, beans, cream of mushroom soup, and French's French fried onions. And I liked it very much as a kid. And I did try making it as an adult, and my tastes have certainly evolved since green bean casserole day. But I found like a gourmet version of green bean casserole. So it's green beans with like a mushroom sauce, and it does have French fried onions. And I'm actually using the French's ones, even though I know how to make my own. I never had a problem with green bean casserole. It's comfort food. It's good. I I I mean, have you had it as an adult, like with Campbell's cream of mushroom soup and some frozen green beans? Yeah, like the, the canned stuff. I, I don't. I can't talk to you about like what's good food to eat. <laughs> what, why did I just start doing that? It's mushy and warm. It when, was good. When I, <laughs> I mean that's that's true. <laughs> when I paused the podcast to go into the kitchen, Jade has like rosemary and ginger are kind of the same thing. I didn't say the same. They smell similar. <laughs> I, I, they're I, not the what? same thing. No, one's a root. I know that. <laughs> No judgment on you for liking traditional green bean casserole. No no judgment I, on that. I'm not saying it's gourmet food or it's the best thing ever. I just think it's like, yeah, it probably is nostalgia and it, you know, evokes memories. I don't like memories. it. Fair, fair. I mean, with the can. So anyway, but this is, this is going to be like the, the, um, more sophisticated version. It may suck, but it's, it's like a homemade mushroom sauce and fresh green beans and some, fried onions so yeah. one day i'll tell the story of my my dad's first thanksgiving in I america i am positive you have told it i have on the, on the podcast. podcast yeah oh well then not today then <laughs> not then, today but you sleuths have to go back through the past f episodes how many episodes do we have now 100 and some i know we're in the twos oh two some yeah. <laughs> isn't there something in the in the wiki though i don't think there's a history of like Jared's. No, stories. no, there is a description of some of this stuff, though. I mean, it's not that's not bad. Yeah. An interesting thing would be like the YouTube. It has to be around Thanksgiving, right? I, I don't know. Like stuff comes up about just like, you know, <laughs> your parents' true. cultural misunderstandings. Yeah, no, that's right. Come that's here. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. YouTube creates auto. The reason that we post the podcast to YouTube is because it makes it automated transcript, which is a pretty good representation. So we have a lot of um people who are either deaf or have you know can't can't listen to the podcast well enough to pick up what we're saying or whatever they can't hear what we're saying on the podcast um and so some of them can sort of hear it and 
decipher it better with the transcripts and then for the ones that are are completely deaf and and not hearing um they can just read the transcript that's why we post it there so we have that for all the episodes i put all the episodes up on youtube so we could take those automated transcripts and and like post them somewhere (sighs) if you really want to escape your family this thanksgiving actually don't do that i have a task for you if you need time away from your family uh or, you know, with your family. This could be a good group activity. Is this a suggestion or a task? It's, I would, I'd, I'd say it's an assignment. Oh. No, I, that's a little <laughs> too strong. Uh, so Instagram, on my running account, they, they try out all these different features. And they'll randomly select some more popular accounts and try to get you to do this stuff. And so on my running account, they're like, hey, you've been selected to participate in the Reels bonus challenge. And so um, for a month, for 30 days, you post Reels and they go into this challenge and you get paid based on the number of views up to $1,000 if you get for me, 1.09 million views. So basically 1.1 million views. I don't know how they calculated that. That's weird. I know. It's, I mean, it's clearly algorithmic <laughs> to come 1.09 million. <laughs> so if I get basically 1.1 million views by December 20th on the reels that I post on my Jen Runs With Dogs Instagram, I get $1,000 of Facebook's money. And I would like to take as much money from Facebook as possible because uh, they own Instagram. I guess it's meta now, but whatever. I'm always going to call it It's Facebook. Facebook. So, uh, so I have been posting kind of a, a lot of the stuff that's on our TikTok. If you follow us there, just like cute videos of the dogs set to music, some throwback stuff, uh, a lot of stuff from the archives going to come out. So I'm posting like two reels a day on my Jen runs with dogs, Instagram, and I get paid. I get to take money away from Facebook based on the number of views. So if you want, you could just like set your computer up in the background and click on one and it'll just loop for like eight hours. That'd be great. That's going to get a bunch of views or just like go watch them all a couple times, send them to a few people. It's going to be great. And keep your computer on what? And keep, keep you playing background. on the background. <laughs> uh, but we're, I'm doing pretty good. I get like 25 or 30,000 views per reel. Which I think, I'm, I mean, if you are on Instagram, you're seeing that I'm cross, like I'm putting them in the story for the golden ratio and myself. I think only five to 6,000 of those are mine. You're doing a great job. I know. Just I, keep doing it. I, I try really hard. <laughs> I'm also ordering t-shirts and no, calendars. No, don't do that. <laughs> God. And I'm going to be a super follower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Go for it. What's this makes you happy? car color name? Or he's a super fan. <laughs> Uh, but yeah so that's just like my little project i it's not even i mean a thousand dollars is a lot of money but it's more that like i'm sort of gleeful at the idea of taking money from facebook so so they're still pushing reels is that that's sort of what this is right and it's really interesting because like i've taken some of this content is stuff that i've posted on tiktok i mean everything i've posted before i think is stuff that i've posted on tiktok in the past so i know how these perform on TikTok. Yeah. And they don't perform anything like that on Reels. And also Snapchat has a feature called Spotlight, which is also supposed Ugh. to be a TikTok competitor. So there's stuff like I have the the Manchego first swim video. Yeah. 
um, which you, if you haven't seen it, I've, I've kind of posted it everywhere. You can tell if your if your eyes are wet from having cried all day, then you saw it. Yeah, that's, that's the right. one. That's the one. <laughs> so I've got that video. That video got uh, a little over a million views on TikTok. Um, it got right now. It has thirty one thousand views on Instagram, and I posted that video on Spotlight on Snapchat, and I think it got like two hundred views. Yeah. And, and it's just that, you know, they're so algorithmically driven on what they show people and they have entirely different algorithms. And I got to say, Snapchat, I love you. I use you every day. Instagram. Uh, the reason that TikTok is more important than you is that they show you better stuff. Like if I dare go into reels on Instagram, I see a bunch of mom videos. Totally. And I like good for them. I'm happy they're making content and I could not give a fucking less of a care than about mom videos like i am not a mom i don't think kids are cute <laughs> like i just don't want to see it why you know what i don't see ever on tiktok i see zero mom videos yeah. um because they i'm sure they exist it's just that they're not course. targeted to you when they do a, this for you page right does it really tailored job and it's clearly tiktok cross-posted videos on reels Right. It's stuff where it's like it's using trending sounds from TikTok. It's stuff that these moms are posting in oh, both yeah. places. Mm -hmm. But it, like it gets pushed at me on Instagram and I don't want to see it. And TikTok pushes me a lot of stuff that I want to see and almost nothing where I'm like, that's terrible. Where on Reels, I'm like, what is this garbage? And uh, like the algorithm is just so much better on TikTok. Yeah. They're all creepy as fuck. All of these companies. But. The fact that it is an algorithm that's trying to figure out who I am and what I like is already weird. Yeah. I mean, if they're just using it internally, like, it's fine. But anyway. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Uh, uh, look, I mean, this is my job. Yep. You um, know too much. Uh, I I invented a lot of that stuff. <laughs> In the non-evil way. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> I know. It's all gone way worse than I, I ever thought it would. Ugh. Um. All right. Now, I am rambling about boring stuff, which I accuse you of all the time. Falsely. Falsely. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe so. Everybody's like, I think this thing that GR Dad wanted to talk about that your mom wouldn't let him talk about is fascinating. <laughs> and I want to hear him talk about it. So you all spend the five bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there'll be regrets. There'll be regrets. I mean, it's you know also the beauty is always in because I didn't get to talk about it. Everyone's like, oh, it must be super interesting. If I actually talked about it, they'd be like, oh, Jen was right. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do from now on. Like when you start <laughs> gearing up, like you're going to talk about the windows, I'm going to be like, hang on, everybody. I'm going to let him go talk about this. But if it's boring, like I suspect, we're going to like put that in an outtake <laughs> and it's going to go in like podcast for the super followers. <laughs> and then so you'll just be like, you'll hear me say that. And then you'll hear me say, and we're back, <laughs> we're back. after you've said it. And I'm like, look, that was boring. We're back. And Ingo's, uh, Ingo's now horse. <laughs> the last 20 minutes are will be available to super <laughs> followers in a private podcast. <laughs> Ingo's tired now because he's oh, been talking for a long time. Great. I love this idea. But it was cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more editing work for me. But yeah, you get your catharsis then. Ingo's going to complain about the kids in the back on the lawn. <laughs> for yeah, you minutes. can complain against about the again about the lobster guys being in your backyard. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> you can go ahead. And I'll just cut it out and share it with the super followers uh, who care. Let me tell you a little bit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm rehearsing. And we're back. No. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I hope you have a good weekend. I got to say some of my best Thanksgivings, I have really good memories of the ones I spent entirely by myself. I mean, with my dogs in my quiet house. And me. 
we've we have not had any I bad mean, thanksgivings we went to little palm once that was a fucking great thanksgiving <laughs> i forgot that that was a thanksgiving that that's got to be Same. the best one i think i can get some credit for that somehow that that was the best one wow that's but even better than being alone is having people make everything for you that i mean any any days that we've spent at little palm are the best days mm. i i just had a couple like in my in my house in maryland um you know where i was like i am not gonna fly all the way to chicago like it, it was always like it, you know the same nightmare of travel as always right uh traveling around thanksgiving and then i'd kind of be there for a day and then i'd fly back or you know maybe like help decorate a christmas tree which is like stuff i enjoyed but it was like the the headache around it was so hard and so at some point i was like look you know if i'm coming out for christmas i'm not going to come out for thanksgiving and and it just i remember like the buses didn't really run like our house in maryland is you know it's right on the border with dc so it's pretty urban residential yeah there's no buses like it's remarkably oh. quiet in the neighborhood yeah because you don't hear the trucks going by you don't hear the buses going by no, no rush hour yeah no rush hour and so it's it's really quiet and there and like i could just sit in the house by myself and like make myself a dinner just me and the dogs it was <sighs> extremely peaceful and those were like some really good thanksgiving it's just oh. like I, i'm really like doing the full i'm not gonna check my email i'm just gonna like maybe i'll watch some bad tv i'm gonna make myself something really nice for dinner that i want if i just want to eat pumpkin pie all day i'll just eat pumpkin pie all day it was really good those are some good thanksgivings you're right the little palm one was the best one but i happen to be there for that one so i'm okay with this <laughs> i have had no we've had no bad thanksgivings i don't think right we didn't spend every thanksgiving together because i think you had some with my with parents your daughter. my parents were there for one i think you, oh you made us a pumpkin or you ha you helped make let's, the, the, the turkey let's talk about that one. Oh my god can we save it for the, t the show the tv the, 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 live, the live show, show? <laughs> <laughs> who knows if that's ever gonna happen so still yes ingo's parents came one year on thanksgiving wait we're not saving it for the live no show? we're doing it right now oh. uh this is gonna be a long podcast this is a great story not so, for me it ain't <laughs> ingo's parents came for thanksgiving and i was like i will make a full thanksgiving dinner like including a turkey i know how to do this right i've i had made turkey for you before that so i knew i could make a really good thanksgiving good turkey stuff even though i don't eat it and you know obviously like this is you know you guys certainly not your parents right like don't have the thanksgiving tradition but like it's good food and it's fun to have a feast and you're here on this day in the u.s so like let's do it so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make thanksgiving dinner so it's gonna be you your daughter your parents and me and we're gonna do it at your house yep but your house is was not well equipped for cooking like your stove only kind of half worked so i i mean i did the full thing i spent all day wednesday like prepping stuff you know i had the turkey brining i've i've got like everything kind of pre-made in dishes like with foil ready to go in the oven made the yeah. pie and then i load my car up right like the whole back seat full of stuff go over to ingo's house and i'm like all right so we like turkey has to go in the oven most of the other stuff is pre-made it just has to go in the oven at the right time i'm gonna make mashed potatoes but i want to make those fresh so i boil the potatoes at ingo's house the, <laughs> you forgot about this part because this isn't even the worst part it's just funny there's a good build-up though so yeah. the the potatoes are like in i they have been boiled 
they're in the colander in the sink like I've just drained them and I'm getting ready to mash them and the way that I make potatoes is I cut the potatoes up into chunks I boil them drain them put them back in the pot or in the bowl and like put in the milk and butter and the salt and smoosh them up wait did you say you're gonna peel them I did not because I don't because I leave the peels on them and Ingo's mom is like do you want me to peel these for you and I was like no I make them with the peels on and she's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, no, it's really good. Like red potatoes. It's good. The peels go in there. And then she muttered to herself a little bit. And I walk out of the room and I come back <laughs> in and she's peeling all the potatoes. <laughs> yeah. So we had mashed potatoes without any peels, which is fine. It's fine. <laughs> if they hate peels so much that they're going to ask and uh, I say no, and then they ask again and I say no, and then they feel them anyway, it must be extremely important to them the to not have peels. Mashed potatoes are so good with the peels. They're it's so good. so good with the peels. I know. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. So <sighs> we get the whole thing out and everything, all the food turns out beautifully. Mm-hmm. Between so we ate, you know, I mean, I didn't eat any of the turkey, but everybody had turkey at dinner. The entire turkey, which I had bought like this massive turkey, so you guys would have leftovers, it was gone by the end of the night because Ingo and his dad just kept like eating turkey, like literally off the carcass. We can, we can eat, we can eat. Yeah, we can eat. I can really put the pedal to the metal sometimes. I got like a thirty-pound turkey for, for like <laughs> four people who some, are gonna eat. Some of it's bone. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that I'm just saying bone. we didn't eat the bones i i estimated like i was cooking for several armies and that turkey was still gone by the end of the night mm. which i i take as sign that i made a really good it turkey was a really good turkey it was brined it was juicy it was great if you've great. never made a turkey before which like i never had until i made one for gr dad um if you follow the alton brown turkey recipe to a t your turkey will turn out perfectly i think there were a lot of comments about how usually turkey sucks and it's always dry and why would anyone eat that we eat geese in the, we eat this goose in definitely Germany. was a discussion so you know. yeah so i make let me just be clear that was a discussion <laughs> as i was making the turkey for oh, yeah. dinner it just about nobody, how bad turkey why was. would anyone eat turkey <laughs> we, i can't believe we, turkeys we are don't terrible. eat that in germany you're making a turkey uh, turkeys are <laughs> awful and then everybody fucking loved my turkey yep <laughs> Yep, yep, apologies yep. to the turkey i i feel bad but yeah. anyway while we are finally sitting down to eat this brilliantly cooked feast what happened my ex showed up she showed up it just comes in unannounced uninvited yep although it turns out i think my mom had some side con discussion with her there's a whole thing there i think is that true? Your mom invited her over for that? I don't know if she invited her over, but she may have known she was coming. Wait, I didn't know this part. My mom has like conversations with my ex. Yes. I mean, your mom goes to visit your ex independently of you and independently of your daughter, right? It would be one thing to be like, oh, yes. I want to see your daughter. So I'll go over to her mom's house. Your mom goes there when she's when the daughter's not there just to visit with your ex. Yeah. I had no idea. that. I consider it a little disloyal. I consider it extremely disloyal. Yeah. I, I got to say, like, when I I was obviously married, we've talked about it. And when I got divorced, I, I mean, my parents were always like kind of dubious of, of my ex. You know, he was real problematic for, for the whole time we were married. But we got divorced. They were like, you know, what do you want us to do to him kind of thing? Like, not not exactly that. But they were like, OK, well, he's the enemy now. And that's it. Like, they're. Didn't they employ him for a long time? Oh, that was, that was my high school boyfriend. 
Okay. I'm, I'm talking oh, about the yeah. guy I d- got divorced from. Yes, my high school boyfriend oh, worked yeah. for my parents for a long time. But That's true. Uh, I mean, I wasn't married to him. That's right. Your ex was not, they didn't try to keep him in their lives. No, no. Like, I'm, they were my done. My mom seems to want to keep everyone in, no, uh, it's just weird. Anyway. Also, I got to say, kind of awkward for me as the new wife that she's still a, clearly a real big fan of the ex-wife. Which, she like, is her prerogative. She made she an wants. appearance, and she made it a point to make an appearance. The ex-wife, yes, yes. There was a whole thing going on there that was that was not totally innocent or uh, benign. No, I mean, that was a really clear sign that, like... I, when, were we married at the time? I don't think we were. Yeah. I don't, no, I'm pretty sure we were not, right? I mean, either way, e- even if we were married, I was very much made to feel like I was the other woman that and that she was happy to have a relationship with my parents. The whole thing was very performative. But the the kind of, like I felt very much like I did not belong there and was not welcome and like here's a sign that like oh, how interesting of you to join in on this family for their Thanksgiving, Jen. Mm. <laughs> that's that's very much how that felt. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, it was I mean it was brief. Right. She didn't sit down and like have a plate or anything because it was freaking awkward. It was extremely awkward. Yeah, she didn't uh, sit. I mean, I think she maybe brought flowers. Was that that one? Mm-hmm. And and she was perfectly polite. Like she didn't say anything. She wasn't like, oh, like, what is this bitch doing here? Yeah, like, she didn't not, say anything bad. It wasn't like bad. a movie or a Hallmark thing. Yeah. Uh, man, was that awkward. I felt so terrible. I may have gone and cried in the bathroom. Like I spent like literally days putting this thing together to like have this nice like like let's all get together and you know have this this kind of festivity together and then to just like have this moment that's like oh you you don't belong here oh that sucked oh that was terrible see i don't remember that as a bad thanksgiving because i had entirely blocked it out of my memory yeah well Uh, fair enough which I mean, I guess maybe it's problematic, but I think it's just a good way of dealing with like, well, like there was nothing traumatic about it. Like I was not harmed in any way. I was just kind of like sad and and made to feel very like other and not part of things. And I think I internalized that lesson that I am not really part of like that part of your life. And Hmm. this is not a lesson from you. Right. But just like, uh, you know, I am not the wife in in kind of that view of your family but you are now i i don't know though like your parents still or your mom at least still goes and visits your ex uh, since we've been married i don't that i don't she doesn't even tell me because she knows i get pissed (laughs) i mean your mom can be friends with anybody she wants right yeah um it's weird yeah it's disloyal you know yeah i i mean i think so i'm on your side well but uh yeah. Anyway, you know, it it was not like a super traumatic moment in my life. So I think I internalized the lesson of like, oh, I understand the place I occupy in everyone's mind here and how everyone thinks about me. And then we don't really need to think about this Thanksgiving <laughs> anymore because like that's not helpful. Like lesson internalized memories. They'll put those off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this Thanksgiving is going to be fine. We're just going to hang out at the house with the dogs and hope no one has to go to the vet. All the vets are closed, so it will be six hours round trip to Miami. Those won't be open either. So you guys just don't get sick, would you all? I'm Please looking, just wait till Friday. I'm looking at all you knuckleheads. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Okay. 
Well, uh, I hope this kind of longish podcast tied you over. If you need to escape your family, uh, for if they just get to be a little too much, yeah. if someone starts talking to you about Bitcoin or... Oh, my goodness. That would be harmless, right? You don't want to get into politics. Yeah. Still. The, the Bitcoin people tend to get into politics, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's like... I mean, I don't know. Bitcoin just seems like science fiction to me. <laughs> so it's, it's Nobody... Look, uh, often I'm like, it's at Ingeborg Carter Twitter. Don't. Do not come on to our Twitter and tell your dad about Bitcoin. <laughs> we... <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Don't talk to us about NFTs or cryptocurrencies. We know what it is. We just don't like it. I, kn I know in depth how it works probably better than you do. Yeah. Nothing personal. I, I do have a PhD in some of this stuff. And, and I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. I don't care. Did you buy Dogecoin? I made a bunch of money on Dogecoin. <laughs> I, I mean, I did not make like millions of dollars on Dogecoin. For like a week, you were, yeah, you were you know, in Dogecoin. I played, well, I was just like playing around on Robinhood and, and I made some money on Dogecoin. And then I was like, this just like makes me anxious and it's stupid because it's completely fake. And so then I took my money and went somewhere else. I mean, home. Probably bought some running shoes with it. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't that much money, it was that but I came out ahead. One shoe's worth of money. <laughs> I mean, it could, one shoe. Well, I get a 50% discount because I'm like on the influencer oh, team. You're like so I actually got a full pair. Power user. Well, uh, yeah. On yeah. Team Red. Ultra Team Red. Yeah, I'm like literally like shoe influencer on my running account. So I get 50% off my shoes. I still think that's awesome, even though the shoes apparently make your butt hurt. So you know, It's not the think? shoe's fault. No, that's something else. Some shoes will make people's butt hurt, but these shoes are not my problem. <laughs> these shoes are not those shoes. <laughs> these shoes are not those shoes. Someday my butt won't hurt, but today is not that I day. I can't believe your butt still hurts, by the way. I know. Someday it'll not. Today's not that day. I d man, I wish I could donate one butt. I think we've Just talked half. about this. I only need the left side. Okay. Good. You can have my right, left we're rambling. side. No, we're, we're boring now and go. I, I appreciate the offer of your butt. <laughs> this podcast is... I think it's just getting interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're interested in the following content, uh, you can, I'll save it for the super followers. Go ahead, Jared Dad. Tell me about the butt donation. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, have a, a good weekend. I hope you get to do whatever it is that makes you happy for this weekend. And if you're not in the U.S., it's going to be a normal weekend, and I hope it rocks. Yeah, that's right. For all our international followers... Ignore all the Thanksgiving themed stuff. It's yeah. just a little curiosity for you all. And uh, until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Bye. Bye. <laughs>